0: Hey, Jeremy. Uh, sorry. Who who are you looking for? <laughs> it, uh, I. After all these technical difficulties. and and, and did did i call the correct person you you did did okay dude because i because i had to call all like (laughs) off of anchor and i was like oh man i hope i just didn't call like some random person but i I probably would have talked to him anyway (laughs) (laughs) i
1: I had this whole plan of when you actually called my phone i was gonna play play a game with you that it wasn't me but that (laughs) anchor thing just ruined it Yeah, yeah,
0: I, I've i actually never really called out to anybody before. I didn't know that you actually had to have Anchor installed, but right. uh, yeah. did you already have it? Because you got like a profile picture on here and everything.
1: No, did I you, like it just... on my Google account.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, cool, cool. So yeah, so let, let me just do like a quick setup. Uh, so what's up, everybody? Welcome to DIY Music. This is Brad, and on the phone, we have the guest that I mentioned before, Local Portland artist of uh, multiple genres is—is is that fair to say? Yeah, uh, sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeremy Blair, and on Instagram, it is official J, just the letter J, official J Blair, B L A I R, and uh, he's doing some awesome stuff on there, and that's how we connected on Instagram. And he's got a new single out. It's it, February twenty second. Is
1: that- February 22nd yeah, is the full out release date for Spotify and all the free apps as well and the 15th is the pre-sales date for Google Play and iTunes
0: Oh cool, yeah I've never really done much with, with pre-sales, I'll have to look into that That's,
1: that's my first that's- try, we'll see how it goes um, yeah. It gives a good chance to get featured in iTunes if you can get mm. pre-sale recognition so oh, I was really nice. hoping that maybe iTunes would feature me, you know those high hopes that we gotta hold on to
0: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and and so so for everybody else uh Jeremy and I spoke yesterday and and I think that that's one of the coolest things here is like that that we're not only able to talk about the the single but like you've also got a lot of business foundation around music as well that that I think is like super interesting like some of the stuff like like we were talking about yesterday about the um like the the marketing test that you did I was intrigued by that, and just um you know there's there's so many different business. Avenues with with music, um, but yeah. So so let's let's dive deeper into the single. I'll, I'll I'll just pass it on to you.
1: Dope. So yeah, the song title is "I Don't Want to Play." Um, I wrote the song this year. It was actually kind of a one of the songs that I just started and went from start to finish all in one sitting, pretty much. Mm. Um, nice. So it, it kind of just happened. You know, it was kind of born. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have to think about it and rewrite it a, a hundred times. Um, so, yeah, it was a, it was a, one of those tracks that just kind of came out of me, and it has everything to do with, you know, my internal struggle um, as an artist in general, mm. and you know, just as a human being, like, trying to make my way through society and all of that, and the I Don't Want to Play is just about all the, you know, the, the crap we get in our head, all those demons in our head that tell us we're yeah. not good enough.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, I had some earlier, I, I was streaming Mortal Kombat on Twitch after playing guitar today, and I was like, this would, you? and even then, I was like, am I not good enough playing Mortal Kombat, you know, like, so I I totally feel you on on that part.
1: Um, yeah, I think everyone can relate to it, you know, like, it doesn't matter, you can be like, the best looking, like, most wealthy professional person out there, and you're still yeah. gonna have this, like, is it gonna last, am I good enough thought, yeah. you know, yeah, you know? song kind of revolved around that for me and kind of you know the standards that people put on each other just through our society so yeah mm-hmm. that's it was just kind of born and it's a really aggressive song in many ways but i think it just has that vibe it's kind of a it reminds me of the song 21 pilots heathens it's nowhere near the same sound texture mm-hmm. but it's kind of like it's that really gritty kind of dungeony vibe and i loved it so
0: yeah and, and so you, I, I, I saw the the videos that you sent me last night. is so cool. I'm, like your studio setup is so much more professional than than mine is. Um, and and so you usually record at home, but you said for for this one you went out into a studio. We talked about the mic and stuff. Can could, could we touch on that a bit? It, yeah, it, so uh, I made the
1: I made the whole track at my home studio and recorded all the bass to it and and made. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the okay. instrumentations
0: are, are we talking like live bass guitar or like so oh, no
1: or? i meant i meant like the base of the song like the foundation oh, of oh
0: gotcha okay yeah, yeah.
1: Um, all the instrumentation and all that i did i did record and and you know it's all generated none of it was samples mm-hmm. and uh, and then i <clears throat> sorry once i got done with that at the home studio i wanted it to be mixed in a different environment i've never really had you know like the, the most quality sound environment for mixing mm-hmm. like studio I even treated the room myself. Uh, I yeah. built, you know, base and all that. It looks but, great. Yeah, thanks, man. I, this was like my fifth studio, so it's just been getting oh, better. Oh man, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's cool. <laughs>
1: Every time I need more space. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I,
0: I, I got like, like one quick funny story, like on the studio tip. I had an old roommate that wanted to build an ISO booth, and so like for like a year all this lumber just sat in the hallway. And he never, like, I think he eventually built it. But meanwhile, I was, like, recording. So it's, like, you know, so you don't always need, like, you know, The I I, I don't know where that tangent came from, but that's kind of, like, how I I roll on the I have so many
1: tangents. I I turned my last garage, like, into a studio. Like, I actually, like, went and, and, like, framed it out. And my landlord got pissed. And, like, I got Mm. charged, like, extra money.
0: (laughs) It's, like, garage
1: is now sweet.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah it's just part of the game but yeah it it sounds like it would be worth it to have a well treated garage studio like like that.
1: I, yeah but yeah, um, this, one, this one's inside the house it was too cold out in the garage so i, I have a bedroom studio but yeah and, and this one's this one's decent it's just you know not a full studio so uh for this song i wanted i wanted someone else like i've been judging my own music and hearing my own voice for so long that you get kind of tired
0: oh, yeah yeah so, yeah
1: um, by taking it in, I, I worked with Matt Jefferson, and Matt has a long resume. Like, if you go check out Black Diamond's, uh, Black Diamond Music Studios website, you can see he's worked with a lot of people. And I have nothing but good stuff to say about Matt. Like, everything I did with him that day really elevated me as an artist, and, you know, I paid a pretty yeah. decent fee to hang out with him for the day. Mm-hmm. But I learned, like, even just how to how to get a different sound out of my own voice. Yeah. He just helped me. And he was great. I've never had anyone else that I've recorded with. So I'm in the vocal booth and he's on the talk back and he's telling yeah. me, you know, do this a little bit more airy or more aggressive. Like he's giving oh, me. Oh,
0: cool. Yeah. So kind of like production tips as as well as engineering.
1: I just never had that before. And so yeah. it was just like he he knew what sounded best for me in my own voice. And he was even like, you know, your voice sounds better when it's more smoky. He's like, give me some more smoke, that kind oh, of thing. Oh, that's
0: cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I always love that producer vibe of like, you know, the, the collaboration and uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that sounds cool
1: yeah and, and my experience, I think um really helped to kind of push me forward like i'm I'm actually on my distributor website. It's posting my next song right now, so uh,
0: yeah, oh yeah that yeah, so let's touch on that'' cause, cause you're so you're hustling while you're hustling and and one of the coolest things it and like like I said in the video I sent you on Instagram, it made me so happy this morning because because we were talking last night, and I was like, I'm sending all these beats to people, and like nobody's doing anything, and I woke up to a video. Of you literally just, you know, like like doing a little something over every single beat I sent you. And I was just like, thank God. Like, this is, it's it's on. It's on.
1: And I think, you know, I used to freestyle. So my career in music started as a kid playing instruments. But then, like, mm-hmm. when I like, made part of, like, a, a culture, I guess you would say, it was the turntables and microphone culture. And so... Mm-hmm. My buddies and I, we would just put on some stupid record and. Oh,
0: dude, yeah, yeah,
1: I did the same. Cipher sessions, and because of that, I've learned to hit kind of anything, you know. Yeah. Like a weird polka beat, and I could still find a rap over it. Like totally it doesn't really matter. It's just <laughs> yeah. So I loved it, and the one of the beats you sent me, I swear that's my beat, man. Like you, you better oh, not give yeah. it. To
0: <laughs> no, I will well see here's the thing. I, I've sent it around, but nobody's doing anything with it. So as soon as we do anything with it and then get it up into YouTube recognition or whatever, then like it's 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 ours a hundred. Like nice. um Yeah, so even if or, or, or even you know, we'll we'll make more beats if somebody you know, if I I don't know. But uh but uh, so one um I, I, I wanted to ask a few minutes ago with the single, are are you doing any like visual component? Are you, are you doing any like videos or, or more?
1: Speaking of that? Um, yeah. The visuals are going to be amazing. So mm. I designed the art for it, which was just this really simple kind of thing, but it's really fun to look at, I think. But then. Uh, can can we pause there? Cause that's that, cause, uh, you know, with, with the DIY
0: tip, where where i i just try to make everything of you know just doing it yourself can can we talk a little bit about like the artwork and 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 just how you made it what programs and
1: totally uh, so I started shooting photography with professional photographers because my like day job, I guess you would call it as a DJ. Mm-hmm. And so I, I DJ a lot of weddings and stuff. And so I meet a lot of photographers. And so most of my friends are photographers and they taught me photography. I've gone out on missions with them and I'm really good as a photographer. People pay me to shoot for them now. Nice. So I just started editing in Photoshop three years ago and now my editing abilities have evolved and so has Photoshop, like, Jesus, like, has Photoshop gotten smarter? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I can make digital art that way. Um, I can edit my own my own pictures. I have my own little studio and green screen at home that I shoot stuff on and can edit. So the album art that I made is actually about 25 different pictures that I photoshopped. Wow, so all the vectors are actually photos that I took and turned into vectors. And then... Uh, background which is like this really spirally like almost yeah. tie-dye
0: thing yeah look at it now
1: that's a drop of oil that actually hit the pavement and then oh, i Dude,
0: that's awesome
1: yeah, it's called liquify in photoshop and it's mm-hmm. like this tool so like you click liquify and then you can like just drag your mouse around and make designs oh,
0: okay. yeah, yeah i i do so, something yeah, I took a drop of
1: oil and, and turned it into what you see and it's just so dope i was like dude yeah. this is tight
0: that, that's all and you know like you you've seen the glitch art stuff so i'm like super intrigued when, when you said like 25 photos that you mixed together like that just made me happy just like i i, I love just that uh where it's, it's almost like sampling with pictures kind of yeah,
1: yeah and it, it's totally that way so like that that background is like i said a drop of oil that i like duplicated like 10 times and then smeared around and then there's three vectors one's a base uh like a base um uh, like, cello and bass, like, an orchestral bass. Oh. And that's, that's like, one of the most prevalent instruments in the song. I used a stand-up bass instead of a, uh, oh, like, cool. any kind of bass. So it sounds, you know, a little bit different. Yeah. And then the girl and the beer bottle, like, m- for me, like, a big part of my making music is me staying sober and not getting loaded. Yeah. So,
0: yeah,
1: I've been, uh, you know, that's one of the demons in my head is this mm. whole alcohol and stuff that comes around with the music. And, you know, yeah. I keep that stuff from me and i just try to make music and let that be my own thing you know
0: yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah that's that's its own thing i i haven't touched on that too much but that that is something that that i'm more or less okay with talking about on on the show and i i don't know we we don't have to go there now though but um we don't have to go there now (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know it's just um but uh what oh yeah so, so the other thing i wanted to talk about was like so i you know, I, I just kind of do my thing on Instagram. I have like, I don't know, X amount of follows. It's, 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 it's lower than yours. And so I think that that's an interesting thing to talk about of like, you know, I'm, cause I, I got your Instagram chewed up here now. And I know, you know, I'm trying to keep things on the positive tip, but like, what, what can people expect as they gain Instagram followers or let's like not even say Instagram, of just followers on any platform in terms of like both positive and negative, like, like what, what have you seen kind of develop?
1: So, um, when I had no followers, um, people are like really kind of slow to find you, I guess you'd say, or like, uh, okay. you know, if you say you're a musician and you have like no followers, like people are like, Oh, okay. You must not be that good. Yeah. As soon as I started getting more followers, like people already kind of give you that peer recognition mm. that you're. So funny. Yeah. But then I felt like it kind of took away some of the genuineness. Like mm. people before would be like, "You're actually dope, and I actually like what you're doing." And now yeah. I feel like some people just kind of almost want to use the fact uh, that they know yeah. it, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: hey, sorry, the the it, it cut out there for a second. I just want to make sure that everybody else got it. What, what was the the last bit?
1: I said, sometimes I feel like people are kind of now that they know I'm starting to get a little bit of a crowd, like they kind of want to they kind of want to join in Mm. because they know I put in the work, you know, and I've built up a little bit of a fan base and some of my connections I have. And so I I get like how some people become really cautious as they kind of move along. Totally. Totally. At the same time, I'm a nobody and I just really enjoy like getting to know people. And I feel like the only way you can build up your social media is really invest your time in other people. Like yeah. I have a lot of followers and most of them are inactive. The yeah. ones that are most active are the ones that I'm active on. And okay. um, yeah, yeah. I, I know that social media is that. It's just it's a social community. You know, we have to be involved on it. Yeah. And I had a couple posts go viral and that gave me some followers. But if you get viral posts that don't, you know, there aren't the right posts to go viral, then it doesn't increase you as a as a brand, I guess you could say. Or like, it, as a, you know, it doesn't give you recognition to your music. It gives you recognition to stupid stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, like, so, so we touched on that a, a little bit yesterday, but I never asked. Um, so, so what posts actually went viral and and so why? I
1: had a, I had a couple, and I'm I'm on all apps. So if you look up Love social me. media, I'm everywhere at official J Blair. Like I, I, my phone is filled. Okay, so <laughs> that's that's awesome, and uh. This was on flippogram This is how it started. flippogram okay. is a, like an offshoot of Musically and Hype Star, which are you know yeah. social media apps that are lip syncing. And anyways, I posted one about a haircut that I got, Okay. and I made a bunch of jokes about my hair. And yeah. for some reason, it got it was like a funny enough that people watched the whole thing, and so it got you know queued up and like it right. moved through the algorithms. And then next thing I know, in like a month, it has more than two million views. And it was liked like a hundred thousand times. But it wasn't increasing me as a brand. Like, it was just kind of me telling jokes. And I like that comedy end of who I am, like, as you can tell when I'm Pranking you when you're calling me, like
0: <laughs> yeah, that one threw me. Like, <laughs> I, I, I love joke. Like, I was actually watching some SNL clips before we started talking today. So, like, I'm down with comedy, but like, I yeah, I'm not big on like the, the prank thing. Like, until we like really, really get to know each other.
1: So, um, I hate like people that like prank you like just to be jerks. But I love like fun little stupid things. Yeah. So, anyways, my is a huge element, and that's what went viral for me. And. I ended up deleting the post because it was mm. really annoying, but that's not my first one. I had another one on musically. I made up something and on musically you would reuse the person's sound. Well, it was yeah. another comedy skit that I did and my comedy skit went viral and there's a few celebrities that like mocked my comedy skit. And so then it went,
0: Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Viral, you know,
0: Man. Uh, is it, is it anything that went like super, like, like would I, or, or like th- anyone know about it? Did it like reach that level?
1: It would be within the apps. So, like, if you're a Musical.ly user, you would yeah. know the flare sound of, I'm killing it on Musical.ly right now, but no one sees me, so I must be invisible. It was this Invisible skit that I did.
0: Okay. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Me,
1: and, uh, and yeah, it went viral. And then I made a, a parody to the song Rolex by Aoteo. It's a new song that all the kids are talking about. Hot song. You guys know what I'm talking about. He doesn't. I, I, I have no idea. But you guys do.
0: I don't and and see that's the other thing which I I'm I, it's starting to I was going to ask you a question about musically but then I, I think I started to answer it myself and I think it starts to tie in because of the DJing that you do is is that how you like like you're aware of like what you know the the kids are listening to for for lack of a better phrase
1: I know what's like I I'm I'm into the most current music I'm always like, I know exactly what's hot right now I know what's going to be hot next um, and I, cool. I have to. keep Figure on that pulse because I DJ a lot of proms and school dances yeah. and things. And totally. high school kids, what's in? What's right now? Like they don't yeah. give a damn last year. Like they want what's hot right now. So yeah,
0: and and yeah. I'm still listening to like the second hum record from like 1994, and like I'm still like in <laughs> awe of that stuff. So like I, yeah, but like I'll I'll listen to like the new future stuff and like a couple artists that I follow. I'm always down with like whatever they they put out, but like the. You know, the following the wave as it moves is you know I'm 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 still in 1994
1: waves. Nice. Yeah, my favorite music is you know kind of back in that genre because I I feel like every single demographic and age out there they hold on to whatever kind of connected with them at whatever oh, point dude. in their life,
0: You know that that's and- why I was playing Mortal Kombat today on on Twitch. You know, like the like Mortal Kombat one. Yeah, yeah, just pure nostalgia, man. It just feels good.
1: Yeah, well, it's whenever I DJ, like if there's forty and fifty year olds in the room, I'm gonna play eighties and nineties. If there's thirty year olds yeah. in the room, it's nineties and early two thousands. You know, and yeah. if there are kids in there, then it's gonna be what's hot right now. And I'm always gonna throw some Post Malone in there because I love Post Malone.
0: Um. Oh yeah, I haven't listened to too much. I, I'm I'm gonna pitch you a curveball. Okay. So, between DJing and writing your own stuff, if you had to completely just cut one out, which, which one would it be? DJing. DJing? Okay.
1: I would totally cut I enjoy DJing. It's fun. It's my personality. I enjoy leading a crowd, and I definitely yeah. am good at the dance floor. And it's more of a customer service thing. I love it. Mm. But if I yeah. my own music, I would be insane. Like, I need my my music to to give me you know peace and i've tried to quit music i can't quit it so Mm. yeah
0: uh, yeah i've been there too yeah
1: the music i have to have so
0: i i I think i'm noticing that that when i talk it like cuts you out a little bit so i'll I'll do my best to kind of keep my yes like like quiet but i'll I'll, i'm silently agreeing from from here on um (laughs) But uh, so you you know what so I'm I'm like slowing down right now and like like losing questions you, you know uh, but last night we just like fantastic flowing conversation of just all kinds of stuff um, let's let's see like um, okay okay so so you you had mentioned that you were working on a mix last night yeah and and, and what was it? it it was like low end that that or can can, can we dig into that a little bit. Yeah, so... so I, I just, like, just mixing in general, not you know.
1: Yeah, totally. I made this song last night that's kind of more R&B and soul-related. Uh It's more of, like, a singing and sentiment track. And uh I was trying to make it sound like a good punch to it, you know, give it that good mm-hmm. bass. But whenever you make something that kind of has a sparkle and is more sentiment, like, the bass eats up so much space that you kind of leave that quality in your mix, you know? Yeah. So, I've made about eight different versions of the same song, different mixes. And, you know, I just try them in different systems. Like, my my studio system sounds good. The headphone sounds good. Then it's like, mm-hmm. let's try the phone. Let's try the car. Let's try, you know, yeah. whatever speakers I have sitting around. <laughs> so, um, and I had Ooh. to do that literally for about 12 hours yesterday to get this, just the bass dialed in correct on this one mm. song.
0: And, and I, how, so- how did you end up finding the the right path like like, like what, what did you end up doing to the bass to to make it work
1: well i'm a trial and error kind of guy so yeah. me, it's like let's try heavier <laughs> nope, <Yeah. laughs> let's go here nope it disappeared and then I, you know i'll kind of play with it until i find uh just what's most accurate sounding i guess you could say so what yeah. i had to do in a particular song was i had a really subby kick so the the kick mm-hmm. was a thud and and, ah. and was already really taken up by the bass notes yeah, so yeah. I needed to add those you know the 200 hertz area i needed to add a little bit more punch so what i did is i just layered my kick and then i sidechain compressed all of those together into the line so that the kicks would all you know compress each other and then compress the bass nice, it, nice. Like, great like it has a nice good pump to it and it feels good so that's awesome
0: yeah i'll i'll uh like one of my new favorite bass or yeah yeah that my my favorite bass vsts of late is uh dope kit substation have, have you tried that
1: dope kit substation
0: yeah it is what i i found it i think it was like zaytoven for like a week i was like watching everything that he did on youtube and <laughs> uh and he did one thing and and there was like a screenshot or something. Cause you know, it's, it, it's like that, uh, like industry standard sub base, you know, like the, that, that hard hitting stuff. And, uh, and I guess he told this crowd of people that had like paid to watch him, you know, talk or make a beat or something. He told about substation, like instantly I was on Google and like, God, I think it was like 50 bucks. It's amazing.
1: Nice. Yeah. Then... I, have, I haven't really gotten anything fancy with my plugins. I'm like a straight logic pro X kind of guy. Mm. I use Ozone 6 right now. I don't even have the newer versions I use. Uh, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, For for mastering or EQ?
1: Yeah. and But everything I do, I process through Logic with my basic plugins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've really just learned to utilize the tools that I have. You know, I think some of us try to get too much going. And oh, for- absolutely. Like... <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude, like like really all you need is like the, the stock EQ. Um I was listening to uh Graham Cochrane from Recording Revolution a while back. He, he has a YouTube channel and, and that's kinda like what got me interested in, in mixing. And when they had I forgot what tragedy it was down there. It was like a hurricane or something in Florida where he had to move. And like long story short, he, he was saying like if, if I lose all my stuff, I'll be just fine with a with the stock Pro Tools
1: plugins, because you know it's all just about how you use them. Totally, hundred percent. But then, to to really like be the devil, devil's advocate for that, when I went to yeah. Black Dog Recording Studios, they have everything. Like mm-hmm. by you can get any DAW, any plugin, anything you want. Like the thing is loaded, yeah. and the quality of what I heard him doing with some of the high end plugins to my voice, undeniable. Mm-hmm like i was like jesus one click and it's <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah 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 and you know what's great it's, is i it's probably a combination of like the the software hardware and but but also so much experience that that uh i, I forgot the person's name most likely has so.
1: oh, yeah, he's a beast man he's so good yeah. see like for me like i said i'm trial and error like I made eight different versions of my song. Like, literally, I bounced out eight. They're in my phone. I drove around in the car listening to them, mm. tried them. Not Matt, Nope. That guy, like, knocked it out. Like, he just knew. And the actual yeah. room sound, I've never heard anything like I did in that mixing room, the actual mixing room that's at Black Diamond. The way mm. they treated and the, this actual system they have in there, it sounds amazing. It sounds like you're at a full-blown concert. It just sounds so oh, cool. man. That's awesome,
0: and and yeah, for for everybody listening, like the single's not out yet. I've heard it; it's dope. So like, there's there's no question about that. Um, yeah. So I I I paused I because I, I thought you were gonna keep going. Um, <laughs> the, um, so let's okay. So so you're in the general Portland area. So am I. I'm I'm just trying to think of of anything else. Like like what what else can we tell the listeners about you? so they can find you and, and and not only get ready for the new single, but to, to hear what you've already done and, and Instagram, all that stuff.
1: Like, totally. Uh, more stuff on the way, too. Um, yeah, man, I live in the Portland area. I born and raised here. You can find me everywhere online. Like I'm an online guy, and uh, I use the name Official J. Blair everywhere I go, so it doesn't matter what platform you're on. If you look up Official J. Blair, you're guaranteed to, to find me there. That's awesome. Yeah, the, the Jay Blair name was just overtaken by everything. There's a hair salon beating me right now. Okay.
0: Dude, I, yeah, I, I have the same... Thing. So so my band name is the National Pool. And so there's, like, there was an NES game, I think, called, the, like, National Pool. Then there was, like, a, a pool in Vegas or Florida called National Pool. So, like, I have to compete with, like, swimsuit people at a, at a pool and then, so like for for my own band name hashtag like it's it's
1: tough yeah so J blair hair salon if you google J blair that is number one and then you get me so uh. i'm like what, what do i got to do to beat a hair salon anyway, yeah. so because I mean, beating out all of my internet presence
0: they made some some partnerships down the line because you already got the haircut viral thing right, right? yeah there you go see i I get a little bit of business ideas i i think i'm good with the business ideas and the execution i just get overwhelmed with doing everything my myself but um but yeah it it was really interesting talking last night when when i i thought that you were able to to pinpoint like pretty quickly my just generalness of like you know like uh, like strengths weaknesses kind of stuff and and I, i think quite clearly you're definitely more adept adept on the business spectrum than, than I probably am in, in some respects, um, which I think is awesome. Um, oh, Oh, okay. So, so I, I want a tangent here because I noticed I, I, I get pretty detailed. Um, I noticed that you had a publishing company listed and that's something that I've been like just harping on, on the show off and on about, how people need to join up with performing rights organizations um is are 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 you with ASCAP BMI or
1: oh you're catching me in my my spot that I haven't actually done yet no I'm not and oh
0: okay okay so I I I get one business point for that
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh and let let's actually talk about that because i yeah. know you made a good decent amount of money through royalties from your serious xm stuff you know yeah yeah I haven't had anything hit the radio like and i've only had- sometimes you don't
0: need to because it automatically goes out to pandora and granted we're talking about pennies and stuff but you know yeah oh and, and then sound exchange too for the mechanicals
1: yeah, see, Sound Exchange is what my my attorney told me about, and I looked yeah. at Sound Exchange, and I actually started registering at ASCAP, and then I was like, yeah, I don't have fifty dollars right now, and it doesn't really matter, and I stopped. Now oh, you got to. Now you're good because oh. that
0: price only goes up. It was like twenty dollars or like fifteen when I signed up, and it's that they that that price is not going to come down.
1: So. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's like, but then and it's you know it's only fifty bucks. Like you don't even know. I spent seven hundred dollars like getting. I don't want to play properly mixed out and like you know copywritten. It's like which is also
0: important too.
1: (laughs) Dollars. Yeah, well,
0: it's there. I I, as from from my perspective, they're both equally important.
1: Totally. But uh, yeah, you called me out. That's the one thing. I
0: still- oh, I, I I definitely wasn't trying to. I I just saw that that you had the publishing. It was like Jay Blair publishing. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like like he's you know on ASCAP or BMI. Like do it. Um,
1: yeah, so the pub I I register copyrights to everything. I don't I don't know if you're doing that, but I took, I took yeah legal yeah
0: on on occasion. <laughs> um, if 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 it's definitely like like a single that I'm pushing, then absolutely,
1: yeah. Yeah. So I copyright everything in volume. So like I'll make you know, music for the next, you know, month and then I'll copyright the whole volume for that month. And so I have multiple oh, cool. copyrights registered now. And even if they're just samples of beats, I've registered probably yeah. 250 different things.
0: Are, yeah. And are you doing the, the PA or the SR or both? Or?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I'm doing both. Um, so I own okay machine and the sound recordings. And nice. that's that's what I was going to say is um, I'm protecting that stuff, you know, so.
0: Oh, yeah. Publishing and, and Oh, I, I just wanted to jump in in case you have to save money for copy. This is actually like, I, I went to school for music business. Um, I, I, oddly enough, <laughs> but uh, um, crap, what the hell? Is- <laughs> What's I got to say?
1: Money with copyrights.
0: Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So, so if, if you have to like save money, um, as, as soon as you put something in a fixed and tangible medium, it's already copyrighted, but having it registered lets you take somebody to court
1: yeah like so that to, yeah. So well, uh, if if you publish anything anything at all if you write something or take a picture of something or put a song out there publicly it's automatically mm-hmm. your property as a copyright but you have yeah. zero rights to protection so like you can send someone a cease and desist letter but like let's say that someone stole your beat and they made like a million bucks like yeah it's, it's time time to lure it up then and uh you know or like let's say they took your song and they used it on like a porno or something that you didn't want them to use it on and it it, like ruined your song's image well then what would happen is you wouldn't be able to tell them like look you just damaged my products like you couldn't say that to them and and that's when you look at it in business perspective like our songs are our products so i copyright my products so that i have you know protection over them and if anyone plays any games i could tell them
0: (laughs) yeah and, and for anybody listening over in england i i think what you mentioned about the uh you know like like the music use in in pornography or something like i don't know how that might play out in america but i know in england personality rights are more kind of at the forefront of copyright law so th- so there's much more room to stop somebody in, in in terms of like damaging a you know like your personal brand or something uh, in in england As far as I'm aware,
1: dope. So yeah, and uh, I didn't know anything about the difference in England law. So uh, yeah, I just copyright protections that you know my look because I I have an attorney that pretty much hammered it in my head that everything I do needs to be on contract so that I don't make enemies keeping friends. Like we make a song, fifty, you know that kind of deal. And then if you make a product and you give it to the world, like don't give it to them. And then, you know, in 20 years from now, maybe your song becomes a hit and then you didn't, mm-hmm. somebody stole it, you know, he's like, just protect it and treat it like it's your retirement plan. And I took that really serious. Like I heeded that as like a warning because it's true. Like mm-hmm. I'm in all of my time and it took me years to get this good. And now that mm-hmm. I am good, someone just sees it like, Oh, that's just his song. It only took him an hour to make it. It's like, no, it took me thirty years to make that song.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly. My thirty years, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, and and I I just that's how I see it. You know, it's it's part of me. Like I told another one of my friends, my songs are like my kids. Like every time I make one, I want it to be successful. You know, I don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I. I, I completely agree with you on that, but I also, I don't have any kids. So I'm, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I'll put it out there. Like good, good luck kid. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't know. I'm just like orphaning all these children. I, you. I hope you can, you can manage. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good luck buddies. Spread your wings. <laughs> um, so, so once again, single coming out, 222 definitely sounds catchier than February 22nd. So,
1: two twenty-two, 22 I did it on purpose.
0: Yeah. So, 222 and and so what does the rest of the year look like? Like like what can people expect from you? Just overall in for for everything, music, you know, your your apps and like like do you, do you have a plan mapped out for this year or are you just um like what
1: So, I'm a go with the flow kind of guy and mm-hmm. uh I generally just kind of go with as things come, but I do have a plan of every even number date this year. I'm gonna try to put something out. So like right now it's two twenty two. I'm literally on TuneCore right now, uploading my next single for three three, um, and I'm gonna try to drop one on four four and five five, and I'm gonna I keep doing. I'm gonna keep doing these things to stay consistent this year, and I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've kind of set that as a goal for myself and that gives me, you know, I'm trying to do one or two songs a month right now. Uh, yeah. I really, I mean, I'm a musician. That's what I'm claiming. I got to get music out. You have like 40 albums. I have like, seven. Yeah. Songs, you know, so yeah. And yeah. It's 150 that are copywritten and I've only given the world seven. So that tells you something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, it's, you know, it's quite different. I, I think like the, the more, song-ish something is for me the, the more time I spend on it but like with a lot of the instrumental kind of stuff that that's the stuff I just kind of put out into the world but but I also have in my iTunes an extraordinary amount of stuff that just did not make the cut to even go up on SoundCloud so
1: oh totally um, and that's how I am too like there's stuff that I'll never see the light of day but it was you know what I needed to make to get on to the next song so
0: absolutely yeah yeah um, so I, I, I just uh, found something out. I'm not a hundred percent certain, but I, I was on machine and I, um, and I found that like, if you hit the kick drum twice, it might like chop off the, the first one. I, I don't know. But like, are, are there any like beat making, uh, like tip or like synth, like little tricks or anything that, that you're comfortable with? Like, like just sharing on, on the show.
1: Um, what I've been doing lately that's the coolest and that is like really new. Is I've just started bending almost everything.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So, so like legato, kind of like pitch bend type stuff,
1: yes, and like especially, yeah. sublines and like kicks, totally, and like just kicks too. It kicks. makes it sound. And I've, I only have a few songs I really like it on right now, but it makes it sound yeah. like you suck your kick into like a tube. And to me, it's so dope, like it flips it inside out, is the only way I can explain it. So, I've been bending. Yeah. Bending some stuff. And it's just because I wanted to try something new. Like you can only play the G chord so many times. Totally. There's more than seven million songs, so I'm sure that at least ten thousand of them have played your chord progression the same way. Like Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's no way that you could ever be like, Oh yeah, nobody ever made this. So I've been adding more life to stuff and just making it more bent and more Yeah. You know, real. And I and I feel like it's sounding really dope. It just took me a while to figure out my own little flair to that. Cause you're technically yeah. things out of pitch and you know, you got to learn how to do it correctly. So I've been, yeah. I've been really trying that, but I feel like that technique is one that I'm going to keep working on. Cause I, I, my last three beats I made using it. Oh my God. I love them.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm. I actually uh, was messing around with a sample and machine, and came across the legato feature, and also I was just like instantly in love with it. But I'm, I'm curious. Like, how did you manipulate a kick drum? Because to me, kick drums seem like so, like like a brick that you just like aren't even supposed to move. So, yeah. so like what? Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, there are definitely kicks that you can't bend that would just sound awful. But if you find one that's kind of spatial and has like a longer, you know, tail to it, that's what I like. So it'll be like like a nice big thud, but then you'll drop it down or or up. And I just add that to like every third kick or something. So you got. okay, Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Wow. Like you can just like this little. yeah, Yeah, I love it it's just dope it's like when you hear it it adds a whole new swing to things and it gives you a little bit more of a melodic sound from something that is generally you know kind of flat so i liked i like just doing that and there's one of my favorite songs out there's a kid actually showed me it he said you got to hear this song and i can't even remember it now i feel like a jerk but he told me about it and i listened and it was the first time i ever heard like a subline get flipped inside out like someone took a big and flipped it, and then they added a filter and like sucked it back out. And it so it went boom. And I was like, what the? <laughs> yeah. And I started playing with that idea, like just trying my own things to make that sound. And then I found something completely different that I just love.
0: Um, Do, do you have a, a lot of native instrument stuff or, or any? Like, do you have Reactor 6? Because there's an awesome plugin I, I can think about.
1: They really have no additional plugins. Oh, like okay. I have Logic Pro X, like that's it.
0: <laughs> See, I I don't use Logic, so I don't know. Is is the X is is that like a like like it's, a lesser version of the full version or?
1: No, it's just it's just the series and the number. It's so it's Logic Pro Ten.
0: Okay, yeah. Like every video I've seen recently, everybody's using Logic, and like I I've been on Pro Tools long enough where I like I still got more to learn, and you know, I'm just comfortable with with, with that. Um, but so for for my two cents like uh as as far as like new synthy stuff that that i've been into is uh air hybrid and it's it's so like it's so like i don't know garbage looking and i paid a dollar for it on like a plug-in boutique sale and uh it's I, i i love it like it's it's quick to load um you know, I, and I think that it's like so cheesy looking, maybe that that people kind of pass by it. So if you can do something cool with it, like there's some sounds in there that, like, I I would hope aren't that widely used.
1: Dope, yeah. For me, I get so distracted that I try not to add too many things. Yeah. Um I'm especially a little bit the vocals on on top too. I'm like a squirrel man. Like I'm. Like <laughs> 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 from tree to tree and then i come down and i bury them all in one spot and then i'm lucky if i can remember where i buried it
0: <laughs> yeah 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 I, I i started bringing everything into itunes after i export it so that i don't forget even though there's still some stuff i haven't exported or, or whatever but like um that's that's my way of and then like the hearts and then i have like a playlist on so it, it it's like a three-tiered system for me in itunes of like um i i have a playlist that just says hey make something out of this <laughs>
1: my phone my phone says do something with your life
0: he, oh, oh that's awesome i i forgot let me see which one i got a gary v. actually i don't want to touch my phone because i don't want to mess up the uh the, the recording here but i got so oh, it's the gary v one that just says do shit you love and and i think do that's shit. what i needed. Yeah. yeah
1: it's so important man like i feel like when you're doing what you actually love to do you come alive differently and yeah it shows like the world can see that in you and a lot of them yeah. get jealous and hate on you but it's just because they want to be you man that's all
0: yeah yeah and i to to, to the first point it's it's so correct man because like you know like i i hit uh I, I i was reaching for like a high note when i was streaming yesterday and i i, I think i even mentioned this to you but all, all i've been doing has been streaming so it's kind of like all i have to talk about but like um but yeah so i i, I hit a high note and just completely face planted it like it was, it was abysmal and i just laughed at myself you know for like five minutes of just you know and and it's and it comes from that love of just like so e- even when you fail like i still think it's hilarious like when when i fail sometimes um, de- de- depending on the thing, <laughs>
1: it's always hilarious. yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So uh, so let's let's give everybody all your stuff one more time, like b- before we close it out. And then I also want to say just once again, dude. Like like thank you so much for coming on. And and also, uh, aside from all that, I'm really looking forward to to working with you on the beat stuff. And I I can't overestimate or understate overstate how how happy that video made me when when you were just like going over those beats that i said and i got some more ideas like queued up and everything so yeah
1: um so, uh, i'm super stoked that you called me uh anything i can do to help i'm really excited about so
0: likewise uh, man.
1: again for anyone that's listening and that cares to check me out you can find me everywhere at official j blair i even have official as my website uh, my single, I Don't Want to Play is the name of it, drops on February 15th for pre-sale and then February 22nd, it gets released on all platforms publicly. Very excited wow. about it. It's a great tune. We've had some blog reviews so far. I'm not going to be, you know, put out by the biggest of the blogs, but everyone has giving me lots of props on the song. So I really, I'm already excited about it. I don't even care what people think. I just really hope that they do enjoy it. But yeah, I'm really excited about this song.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I remember you mentioned the blogs and I've been trying in the back of my mind to come up with a way to maneuver that, to, to, to help you. I'm I'm still trying to work it out. I know there's a way, but like, basically, I don't think you have to mess with blogs too much, but I guess I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm still trying to work it all out in my head, but. Um,
1: music is kind of its own thing, you know, like it'll grow legs and, and spread itself if it's good. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> share it with their friends and, you know, put it on repeat, but you know, getting it in front of the people is the hard part. So I tried to do whatever Avenue I can to put my song in front of them. And yeah. I reached out through a couple of distribution things where you can contact all of the major blogs at once. So any major blog you've ever heard of trap nation, uh, ear milk, all of those, I, mm. you know, sent all of them, my song and, um, they all gave me feedback and it wasn't accepted, you know, to be promoted by them.
0: Mm.
1: But, uh, I got nothing but positive feedback from the majority of them. A couple of them are kind of like vague or you know didn't have anything real nice to say but most of them were like this is super dope um that just doesn't fit with what we're doing right now so yeah, and
0: that 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 totally happens like i i've pitched to labels before and they were like yeah it's it's good we already got somebody that kind of sounds like that and you know so i you know when when stuff like that happens it's completely like you know I, i i do my best not to catch feelings about it but
1: you do your best, but you're still like, damn it. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally, totally,
0: totally.
1: you like, oh, uh, oh, to see my single on your thing next dude. month.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, dude, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I have two more questions. Um, So the first, when, when you mentioned Musically, and this is an avenue that, like, I I've, I, think I downloaded the app and deleted it five minutes later because I, I – from my understanding as an outsider, it's more of like a young person's game. Is that like, what, what's like, how do you maneuver on this? So I'm, I'm 34 and you're what? 31. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so how do you, how do you work on, on musically in an environment that's, that is, is I guess skews to like a, a lower age demographic
1: yeah uh you know i dj for high schools and stuff so i'm around it and it kind of helps me keep in what's popular plus uh, in general i'm an entertainer and to be honest with you the kids are what make the music hot or not like you get a group of you know teenage 20 year olds that are promoting your stuff that's what makes it go those are the people that you everyone else just kind of kind of uses the internet but the kids really use the internet so if you know they pop off and like your song you got way better chance so a lot of the high schools around here already know me, and then I started um, DJing up at Mount Hood Ski Bowl, so I just, I'm around a lot of youth, and I have my own kids, and they were on the Musical.ly app. Oh, I started cool. using, yeah, yeah. Like, wow, there really is a lot of people out there, and especially musicians. Like, musicians thought, where's the best place I can put my music? Well, why don't we make people lip sync to it? So, you know, there's kids lip syncing to my songs right now, and I think that's really cool. That
0: That is awesome. That is, so I wonder if I could do it, so... So when you, I guess, release something on your Spotify, iTunes and stuff, it gets piped into Musical.ly's database as well to choose from? Uh,
1: you can independently upload to Musical.ly. Like, the to get through to Musical.ly, you have to go through their distribution company. And I've already – it's it's such a process. I, I, oh, my God. It's such a process.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. But- yeah, maybe – maybe i'll just stick to you know,
1: upload your own song and you know post a video just with your own clip 15 second clip of your own song on there and i do that all the time but i would just lip sync it and next thing you know like I, my song is getting lip synced you know 5,000 times and it's like wow there's 5,000 people that, that song and plus all of their friends you know
0: dude so. it's it's circling back for me there's gotta be ASCAP money in there
1: sound exchange you know what i
0: mean like if if they're, you know, using your song, I, I don't know what the contracts look like if you're working directly with them, but like, there's, there's gotta be mechanical royalties in there. If you're talking about like 5,000 plays.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, I'd have to like really look into that and you're going to make me research ASCAP as soon as I get off the phone now. And Oh,
0: totally. It. Yeah. I, and and so <laughs> register as a songwriter and a publisher.
1: I know. Um, so- yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I've had and, these conversations before. I just, I've neglected. Oh, okay. to-
0: oh well, totally. Yeah. I've, I probably got lists of stuff that I, that I need to do that I, that I've ignored myself. Um, and, and this, you know, honestly, I, when, when I was going to school down in Nashville, um, ASCAP's main office was like right, you know, 30 minutes away. So it's one of those things like I'm just going to like bump into it and register whether I want to or not. So <laughs> that, that's kind of how, how I got it. Um, but, um, oh, and then so, one last thing for, for you, uh, and I, I know I mentioned this via Instagram, but I just really want to like drill it home because it's awesome, is Sound Reef. Sound Reef. Yeah. Um, I started working with them in, I don't know, like a couple years ago when I was doing stock music, and and I've talked about it on the show before. It's it's a very long tail to start to get some, some money back in, but basically um, just I, I would send that. And okay. So, so after you get your ASCAP stuff taken care of, then, then this would be like the next thing. And you basically send them everything you got as preferably radio edits. Um, Cause I know profanity is kind of big for them, but, but essentially what it is, is they pipe in your music through stores all over Europe. And, and we're talking about like, like supermarkets in like Czechoslovakia and like GameStop in Italy. Like it's crazy. And then you get paid twice a year. Um, nice. Yeah. So, like, once they once they accept it, then they send it out to their clients. When the clients pay or uh, play it, then the clients tell sound. So, so there's a little bit of, like, a, you know, like, I don't know, six months, a year before things start to roll in. But, um, like, I think the last one I got was, like, 700 bucks or something, which is, you know, it's cool.
1: Yeah, that's cool. It's like it's 700 bucks you wouldn't have got if you didn't do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally, and and I still haven't gone through the Excel spreadsheet that they send you because it, you know, a lot of the stuff's like fifty-fifty co-writes. I I I did with uh with my old bandmate, so they, you know, got got to pay that out. But yeah, nonetheless, like like the more stuff you can send them, like it's it's just good extra money for like very little work.
1: Totally, that's a smart um, idea. Any revenues you can add to get your revenue thickened is smart, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm all over that. I'll be taking notes. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's it's good. And and so what they do is like the reason why I I said ASCAP first is because um, ASCAP will I guess try to collect for you know worldwide. And so every time you do it w- with Soundreef, like upload stuff to them, they send some automatically generated letter to to your performing rights organization saying like we got these songs. You know, like we're gonna you know add an admin. And pay the artist for for these. Nice. But 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 only in that location though too. And and only for those uses. So nice. it's not like it's gonna mess up your global stuff. Um
1: but, yeah, that's great.
0: yeah, yeah. Well I I'm feeling <laughs> exhausted exhausted after talking for like an hour. I, I usually do these for like five minutes,
1: but today's <laughs> um, an hour, right on.
0: But yeah, dude, it, it it's been awesome awesome show here um and uh and yeah so yeah let's just like keep in touch and, and that uh the siren night beat that that you liked like yeah that's that's all original you know like no samples or anything um and uh yeah like let, let, let's just connect you know a couple days or whatever and, and find some time to to meet up or whatever
1: yeah i'll hit you up as soon as we're done with the podcast the here cool cool I- i'm yeah i'm about to come on and and chat with you about my song man like the opportunity is great i hope your listeners got something out of it at least they were entertained by me messing with you a little bit
0: <laughs> yeah hopefully hopefully yeah that definitely threw me off for a second
1: yeah am like you're gonna be like what the what the hell is this real? <laughs> it's gonna be real <laughs> yeah yeah i
0: because cause i think it just like uh it lets you choose from like you know anybody on Anchors? And so when I called, I was like, "Oh, I hope this is the right person." <laughs> who you want to talk to? <laughs> it's like that Seinfeld thing where it's I, I don't know. It's like, "Hello, Chinese food." <laughs> Gotta Mrs. go towards Chinese food here.
1: Live. I just I'm terrible at it.
0: <laughs> sorry. Sorry. What, what was the end of it? I, the...
1: Saturday Night Live's Mrs. Swan. A uh, Mrs. Swan. Oh, uh,
0: I think that was Mad TV.
1: Snap TV, <laughs> yeah, dude. TV.
0: Yeah.
1: I haven't seen it ever, and I just I liked Miss Swan. She was my yeah,
0: favorite. yeah. She yeah, she was my jam. Yeah, he 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 looked like a man.
1: You look like a man.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look what I can do.
1: Yeah, I love.
0: Oh so- yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, those two catchphrases are very similar, in and like like meter and all that. Yeah. So
1: funny. Awesome, dude. I appreciate it. And thank you so yeah. much for uh, chatting with you.
0: Thank you, man. Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll be following up with your IG here real quick.
0: Yeah, totally. Sounds great.
1: All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Check out my new song, February 22nd. I don't want to play Jay Blair, baby.
0: All right. Also, Oh, I should hit record, shouldn't I? Finish that
1: was record? A
0: joke. That was a joke. Uh, <laughs> See, I, I, I can pull some
1: jokes, too. It says finish record. <laughs> I'm going to hit it. Finish record.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. All right, all right dude, I'll talk to you soon. Sure.